You know, when I started my agency, Round Peg, we were a traditional agency. Pen, paper, direct mail, that was our thing. But somewhere along the line, we became a digital agency and began playing seriously in the digital economy. What is it and how can you take advantage of it? Well, that's what we're going to talk about today. Okay, here's the show. Welcome to More Than A Few Words, a marketing conversation for business owners. MTFW is part of the Digital Toolbox, and this is your host, Lorraine Ball. My guest, Narish Visa, is a media, marketing, and publishing entrepreneur and product launch and marketing specialist. He's worked with leading publishers, corporations, and media firms to improve their bottom line through marketing. He's a best-selling author of multiple books. I love the title of this one, Fifty Shades of Marketing. Rash, thank you so much for joining me today. It's a pleasure. Looking forward to the discussion. Absolutely. So let's start with your definition of the digital economy. Well, the digital economy is the new 21st century economy. It is how business is being conducted and where industry is shifting. The pandemic of 2020 has only accelerated that. So in 2015, I came out with my book, 50 Shades of Marketing, where I predicted that the next recession, I didn't predict a pandemic, but I said the next recession is going to force businesses to go online and digital, and it's going to transform the way that business is conducted. All of this science and psychology behind the use of technology to transact businesses, is this is a part of the digital economy that mm-hmm. we are heading or that we are already in. I definitely agree with you that this last year has forced a lot of businesses to embrace more of the digital tools, digital communication, really rethink their business models. And so for small business owners that are looking out beyond the pandemic, and we all are looking forward to being out beyond the pandemic, how do you think they will continue to engage with the digital economy? And what kind of opportunities do you think there are for them? I wouldn't even consider it an opportunity anymore. It's a must. The digital economy, is you have to participate in it, whether you're a buyer, a consumer, a customer, or a producer, seller, vendor, small business, large business. You have to be a part of the digital economy. Otherwise, you are going to be left behind. I'm talking about even employees and regular workers. If you currently have a job that doesn't require digital skills, I've got news for you. In case your job hasn't already been eliminated or replaced, it is going to be. And don't so don't take it for granted. What can you do? You need to start first off. I think you should grab a copy of my book, Fifty Shades of Marketing, which I'd love to give away to your audience free of charge if they visit my website and contact me through there. We absolutely will have a link to your book. I totally am going to go download a copy for myself right after this conversation. Yeah, yeah. Just go to narachefisso.com, get on my mailing list and contact me through the site saying, hey, I heard you on the show. I'd like a free copy. I'd love to. In fact, we ran a promo, not a promotion, but we did a giveaway when the pandemic hit in March of 2020, where I was giving away free copies of my book because of what I'm talking about today. I knew that the world was changing and many people needed a resource to help them adapt to this new digital world that we live in, this new social distancing, stay away from people, do everything on your 
your phone world that we live in. And so going back to what people can do, it's not just reading my book, but it's also they need to learn the skills that are necessary to adapt to technology and to online media to online and digital, because Mm -hmm. those jobs that they may have they had previously, they're gone. And you don't want to be like I said earlier, you don't want to be left behind. That's going to be a very tough situation to be in. That's why we had over 50 million unemployed. And even right now, the unemployment's at over 6%. I think it's much worse than that, what's being reported. So skills are today's currency. Absolutely. And I actually want to go back to something else that you said, because you gave a really good example, not only of changing your skills, but you talked about when the pandemic hit, you gave away copies of the book as a way of connecting with people and and certainly connecting with prospective customers. And I think that's really a key skill that businesses have to develop if they don't have them already in the digital economy is maybe looking at your products and services and not just looking at your skills, but then looking out beyond your skills to your business. How do we adapt and flex? You can be a physical business, but you still have to utilize online and digital to connect with your customers. And I'll give you an example. Let's take the restaurant industry, mm-hmm. an industry that has mightily struggled over the past year, and it's going to continue to struggle for the next few years. It's never going to be the same again. I'll tell you that. The tourism industry, same thing. Well, guess what? Restaurants, people still like going in, dining. In fact, I think tonight we're going to, my, my brother's visiting, and I think my wife and my brother, we're all just going to go out to dinner because we want to sit down somewhere and have a conversation and get some fresh air. And people still enjoy doing that. But if you are a physical business, you have to connect with your customers. You cannot just assume that they're going to show up. You want to have that social media, that Facebook page, that Snapchat, that Instagram. You want to come out with your latest dishes and take good pictures of them, post them on Instagram and Facebook. You want to accept feedback from customers who contact you through Facebook or Facebook Messenger and and interact with them that way. This is what I mean by merging the 21st mm-hmm. century with the 20th century, merging online and digital with traditional. That's such a good example because as people start trying to figure out, well, is that restaurant open? Do they have indoor seating? Do they have outdoor seating? The more visible that you are sharing that information online and I can see, oh, look, they've got a nice outdoor patio. Oh, those look like space heaters outdoors. It's a mild evening. Maybe we could give that a try. You might have those things, but if you're not out there telling people, no one's going to know. Absolutely. Absolutely. Marketing is still the key. People think marketing is an easy thing to do. No, marketing is the engine that drives sales, that drives business. And being a good marketer is not easy by any means. It's why most businesses shut down. And now marketing is technology. You can't market the traditional way anymore. If you are afraid of technology, if you don't want to use technology, well, I'm sorry, you're not going to be able to market because they are one in the same in today's 21st century economy. Absolutely. When I started the business, and and again, in the introduction, I talked about the fact that we were pen and paper and postcards. You know, we did a lot of work with small businesses back 19 years ago, and we did a lot of direct mail. And suddenly with the advent of email, we now had a tool where we could reach a huge audience for a fraction of the cost. And so companies that embrace technology not only got their message out, they got their message out at a much lower cost. I think the digital economy has really changed the price of doing business for a lot of small businesses. 
I know the founder, or at least he's a self-proclaimed founder of email, Dr. Shiva Ayodhuri out of MIT. And chapter two of my book, 50 Shades of Marketing, is why email is, or why the email list is the most important asset a marketer can build because of what you just said. Before email, you had cold calling, you had lists of contacts, and you would just hire people at minimum wage, a bunch of people to cold call and get whatever you're looking for. Then email came out and all you needed to do was upload all the email addresses, copy and paste them over, which you have to type them out. So let's say typing them out takes you a good amount of time. But then after that, you just copy and paste into an ESP and email service provider. And then you hit a send button and boom, it goes out to all of your contact. Mm -hmm. That is the fastest easiest and cheapest way to engage with an audience. It's it's just, it's so much easier. Email marketing, like I said, it's chapter two of my book. It's chapter two because I think it's the most important asset that a marketer or a business person can build. So if there's one thing you can take away from this episode, it is build your email list. If you had to pick one thing between, let's say, Facebook, Instagram, email, cold calling, customer service, email, you pick email, you can own that asset. And it is so much easier to utilize and cheaper than the others. I could not agree more. I am a huge fan of email. And I'm going to encourage folks to go to your website and sign up for your email list. And then drop by the Digital Toolbox and sign up for our newsletter at digitaltoolbox.club. Naresh, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you so much. It's been a real, real pleasure. I have absolutely loved the conversation and I'm going to go download your 50 Shades of Marketing. Thank you. And to all your listeners, I appreciate your taking the time out to listen. And please, by all means, you also can get my book, 50 Shades of Marketing, by visiting my website and taking advantage of the free offer. Awesome. If you've enjoyed today's conversation, be sure to check out the resources at digitaltoolbox.club. Look for MTFW wherever you listen to podcasts. This has been another episode of More Than a Few Words.